Welcome to the first episode of Tales from Planet Customer Experience. My name is Brian Bruner. And I'm Deliana Pavlova. And we are really excited to start this new podcast uh, that is uh, designed to share stories about customer experience. Deliana and I, until just recently, were co-workers, and we had an internal podcast that shared customer experience stories, and we had a great time doing that. And even though we don't work together anymore, we decided to start this podcast to be able to share stories that we have and to invite others to come on to share their stories as well, because we feel like it's important for us to be able to learn from each other's experiences and see how we can improve customer experience for ourselves and even perhaps for the companies that we work for. So, Diliana, why don't we get started? I know you've had a recent experience with the travel agency that you wanted to share. So go ahead and share that with us if you wouldn't mind. Sure. So my experience spans a little over two years now, uh, and I'm still, I feel like, in the middle of it. Um, but there's been a lot going on, so I'll walk you through the story. Um, in the beginning of 2020, a friend and I um, booked tickets to go to Canada for a vacation um, that summer. As we all know, by the summer, all the borders were closed and um, going to Canada or anywhere else for that matter wasn't an option. So we ended up canceling the trip and we got credit uh, with the travel agency where the tickets were booked through. Uh, we used one of those services like Experia and Travelocity and our tickets were booked through a, a third party, not directly with the, um, with the airline. So when we decided to use the credit for a different trip last year, I called Hop2, which is the agency that held the credit, um, to rebook for a new um, domestic trip within the U.S. The agency's response was initially, well, that's not an option because the credit has to be used for the same point A to point B. So you have to use the credit to go to Canada. Of course, at the time, that was still not an option. Borders were closed for a long time. I ended up having to talk to a manager, explain my situation, um, and I did get approval to use my credit for a different trip. So um, next time when I <laughs> decided to use the, the credit, at the time when the manager had approved my, uh, my credit to be reused, we had already um, changed our mind, so that trip wasn't happening. So a few months later, I called them to uh, book another trip uh, with a new um, destination. Everything's fine. There's no initial roadblocks. They just say, no problem. We can book the trip for you. It's just going to cost you an additional $380 in addition to using your credit. So the ticket well, I'm trying to book well, is a lot less than that. So, so sorry to interrupt you. So you... you this wasn't like a change of fare that, that it was more expensive. They're saying you can use your credit, but in addition to that, you have to pay $380, some sort of uh, penalty or fee or something like that. Is that what I'm understanding? Yes. So my understanding was um, that the difference in the fare would be um, for the fare class. So apparently the ticket that was initially booked was in a different fare class than the ticket I was trying to book. Um, this time, so the adjustment of the um, fare class would be an additional $380. 
So the person I spoke to, I told them, look, this doesn't make any sense. Why would I do this when I can go to the airline's website, book this flight without using any credit? It's going to cost me, I think, $190 was the trip I was trying to book. Why would I spend one, use my credit, and on top of that, pay twice as much as I would if I was to just book this trip without um without going through this process. So I didn't. I left my credit to stay there and I went ahead and booked my trip and moved on. And here I am. I still have credit with this um, with this company, which expired at the end of last year, at the end of 21. So a few days before the end of the year, I reached out to them. I was trying to book a flight for some time this year. And I said, hey, hey here are the details. I know this credit expires in a few days. Um, please help me book this new flight. So I talked to some people on their chat feature on the website. I sent an email with all the details. They promised me somebody will reach out to me within 24 hours and get that secured. Um, of course, days go by, um, you know, December 31st rolls around and the new year rolls around. Nobody's reached out to me. By that point, I'm thinking my credit has expired. I lost it. Nobody reached out to me. I'm pretty frustrated. So I reached out to them again via the chat and I said, Hey, nobody ever reached out to me. What happened? Days passed. You guys told me somebody will contact me in a matter of 24 hours. Here we are, I think five days later. And I pretty much told them at this point, I'm over it. You can just, I'm willing to forego the credit. I've invested so much time talking to them, emailing them, you know, being on chat is just too difficult. It's not worth it. The credit's a hundred and something dollars. Um, so it's just not worth all the effort and time. Uh, somebody responds to me on chat says, uh, they apologize. We're really sorry. This has taken so long. You know, we're um, short staffed, overburdened, whatever the situation is. Um, somebody will reach out. I said, hey, no, by this point, I'm really not interested. Let's just leave it. It's It's not worth it. And I thought that was the end of it. So, but, oh no, that's not the end of it. Two days ago, this was on Wednesday night, I get an email from them that said, uh, dear valued customer, somebody's been assigned to your case and will reach out to you within the next 24 hours. If they do not, please let us know and we'll escalate your case. This was two days ago. So we're already past the 24 hours. Again, nobody's contacted me. Wow. And at this point, I really don't feel like even reaching out to them to say, hey, this happened again. I've been on this journey for over a year now trying to rebook this credit. Uh, it just seems like such a disjointed experience mismatch of, I don't know, their systems not talking to each other, what's causing the delay. But on my side as a customer, this to me looks like, you know, I've talked to five different people who work with five different companies and nobody is willing to help me and solve my problem. Um, so by this point, I'm completely done. But, I just, I've never had such a frustrating experience. But I'm not sure why you're upset because you're clearly a valued customer, Diliana. Come on. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if every valued customer they have, uh, it takes them about two years to solve their problem. Uh, I don't know how they treat their non-valued customers. So, so, I mean, there's so much to unpack there. It's, it's interesting, but, but I think, you know, when you think about, so first of all, yeah, I love the valued customer. It's, it's like when you're on hold and they say your call is important to us. 
and you think, you know, after two hours, I'm not so sure that my call is that important to us, even though you've told me that every 15 seconds for the last two hours, right? Right. But but so, I yeah, and I hadn't heard, um, last time we talked about this, I didn't know that they'd reached out to you again recently. And, and part of me says, oh, you know, kudos to them for realizing that there was something that they needed to, to back up, you know, to, to, to um, follow up with. Um, but it makes it worse. A month right? later? But yeah, first of all, a month this is later. This a month later. First of all, a month later. But, and then second of all, you know, it would have been better just to not say anything rather than to to leave it, you know, with a, hey, we're going to contact you in the next 24 hours. And then, wow, surprise, surprise, they're not going to. Um, yes. And at this point, I mean, just for the fun of it, I might respond and say, hey, you said 24 hours. It's been almost three days. Can we escalate this case? I want to see how far I can take this. <laughs> either either you're going to end up with just, you know, complete frustration or they're going to give you a million dollars or something. I don't know. <laughs> You'll be able to travel. for. for I highly doubt it. But yeah, I'm guessing probably not. But if that happens, I will come back on the future episode and we yeah, can talk about yeah. the resolution of this case because it's still not resolved and, as we speak today. And, again, and you and I have talked about this so many times before in our conversations, but we're talking about 120 something dollars, right? Like that in the grand scheme of things for this company is so tiny. And yet they have not only lost a customer, but now you've told this story to how many people you know, that, that just, you know, I'm sure is not the positive word of mouth they would like to have from a quote unquote valued customer. And so uh, it's just amazing. Right. When, and, you know, so many companies do this over something so small, they, they spend so much, <laughs> it, it almost seems like they, they're spending effort trying to create a bad experience uh, because you think, how could, how could you, how could this happen without someone trying to make it a bad experience? Right. And if you just think in addition to that, the amount of time they've spent with me, you know, writing yeah. me emails, talking to me on chat, on the phone over the last two years since I've, you know, had to cancel this trip. There are so many man hours that I feel like it's already the loss is much greater yeah. than the $120 yeah. or however much my credit is worth of just dealing with this situation. Well, and, and um, Just sometimes we forget, right? Yeah. That <laughs> Well, and for sure, you will never book another trip with that travel agency again, right? I mean, Absolutely and, not. And, and, Absolutely and, not. And again, you know, you're, you don't travel every week or anything like that, but, but you do travel quite a bit, I know. And so that's not only there's that lost business, but, you know, I can guarantee I'm never going to book with them, you know, and, and anybody who hears this story, they're not going to either. So, so many times we, you know, in, in, in customer experience and companies in customer experience, they're not thinking through the, the whole picture there. So, so let me, sh let me share a different story on, on a positive note here. And, and sometimes we're able to balance out positive and negative. Sometimes it's more positive than negative, but um, my wife had a, a recent experience that I thought was just fantastic. Um, so uh, we grew up out West and, uh, and by the way, um, Deliana and I are both based in the, the uh, Midwest now. Um, but my wife and I grew up out West and uh, there's a company called Seas Chocolates um, that, uh, that, that is, is pretty famous out there. In fact, I think 
my wife's sister and mother both worked for the company in the store at one point many years ago. Uh, so, so she's, you know, she kind of grew up eating their chocolates. They're very, very good chocolates and, and uh, very nice candy and everything. And so recently my wife said, you know, I'm kind of craving those chocolates that I've had, that I had when I was, I was uh, growing up when I was younger. And so she found online where you could order a box of chocolates and, and uh, you know, you could decide which ones you wanted and everything. And so sure enough, the, the, the candy came and, and uh, it was delicious and, and, and great. But one of the pieces of chocolate was one that she had not ordered. Um, and it was something, unfortunately, that she didn't like either. And uh, in fact, none of us liked. And so uh, she thought, you know, th this was not, um, uh, uh, you know, this is not cheap chocolate. This is fairly expensive. Um, and I don't want people to think this is like thousands of dollars either. But but still, you know, this is, she paid a, a bit of money for this. And so she thought, you know, I, I, I want them to know that, hey, on one of these pieces of chocolate, they, they messed up. And so she reached out to them, uh, I believe it's through their website or something, and just said, hey, I was a little disappointed that one of the pieces, and, and by the way, in the in this box of chocolates, there were probably, I want to say maybe 30 pieces of chocolate, maybe, maybe a little bit more. Um, and this one piece was wrong. And so she said, hey, I just wanted to let you know this. So they, without any other question, said, we're sending you a new box, uh, completely new box and, and with everything that that you ordered the last time uh without the one that you didn't like this time <laughs> and and i was i mean i was stunned because this was basically you know if they would have offered her you know 20 percent off your next order or here's a, a small token you know here's a, a, a small box mm -hmm. of, of chocolates as a you know as a an apology or whatever i would have been wow that was that, that was really great but the fact that they replaced the entire box um, and I don't know what their margins are. Maybe they, you know, maybe that doesn't, um, it probably doesn't cost them a ton of money, but the impression that it made on my wife and on us was really impressive. And, and, you know, I, I, I'm, um, amazed at how companies like that, you know, think through, okay, this is going to cost us a bit of money, but my wife is probably going to order from them again sometime soon because, wow, what a great experience. And again, like we said, she's going to go tell other people about it. And she has already mm -hmm. what a great experience that has. And so that word of mouth and, and both Diliana and I have worked with uh, net promoter system quite a bit and, and, uh, and we're not plugging anything here, but, but that idea of recommending, you know, how likely are you to recommend really goes a long way because that positive or negative word of mouth is a lot more powerful than a lot of companies realize. Absolutely. And it's so amazing just hearing the story. Uh, wh what I'm most impressed is that the company recognized how much, you know, a small gesture like that will make a big impact, right? And word of mouth is huge. And I think many companies don't think of it, don't, you know, quantify it or realize how much impact it has. But just think about the stories that we've shared today, mine and yours. The word of mouth impact for each of these I feel like it's huge. Um, and for any listeners who've never heard of Hop2 or Seas Candy, right? Now they have an initial point of reference, whether it's a good one or a bad one. So I think it always has um, a big impact. 
so with that, uh, we'd like to extend an invitation to you, our listeners. If you have any memorable experiences, whether they're good or bad, um, feel free to share them with that, uh, with us. We have an email, planetcustomerexperience at gmail.com. We're happy to share the story on your behalf, or you're welcome to come join us as a guest on this podcast and talk to us about your experiences. Like Brian said in the beginning, the goal of this podcast is really to share experiences and see what we can learn um, from each other and hopefully also inspire others to come talk about those experiences and help our companies and the businesses we interact with provide better customer experiences. Excellent. Brian, anything you want to add? No, I just want to thank everyone for listening. We hope to have uh, many more episodes with uh, interesting stories and and we'll invite people that are more interesting than we are on (laughs) to come share stories as well so uh, just want to thank everyone for listening and tell you farewell and greetings from planet customer experience take care